Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions. Today's episode is something I've become incredibly passionate about over the last 12 months. That's right, I am talking about running! (laughs) From not being able to run a mile in March 2019 to running a marathon in 2020, I've come a long way on my running journey and I want to celebrate how amazing this sport is and why you should definitely give it a try. So today's guest is just me. I thought I would do this one myself um, just because it's something I wanted to talk about on my own for a change. and I thought it might be nice just to do a little episode with just you and me. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it and let's get started. So first things first, we need to talk about how I got into running. I'm also hoping that with this episode, it will kind of inspire people to try and take up running you know before I started running I I'm gonna say running a lot in this episode (laughs) but before I started doing it I didn't really exercise at all I actually despised exercise I would much prefer to drink wine and eat pizza and yeah didn't really exercise at all um so yeah that's sort of the backstory to that but how did I get into running Um, it all began when visiting my dad for a weekend and we suggested we'd do the local park run to him. If you don't know what park run is, there are lots of them all over the country. I will link in the show notes to park run Um, and it's basically a local 5k run put on by volunteers every week all over the country. It starts at nine o'clock on a Saturday and you can just go along and have a go at running a 5k. So I've done it before, Um, I remember doing it back in sort of 2015 and thought, oh, I haven't done a park run for a little while but I thought to myself, oh, it's only a 5k, I can do that easy. So having done no exercise, let alone running for three years, I soon realised a mile in that actually it's really quite hard. I couldn't breathe and everything hurt, which led me to actually give up And at that point, I thought, yeah, at that point, I thought, oh, fuck. (laughs) And I cried. Um, And yeah, at that moment, it kind of dawned on me just how unfit I was. I was not 20. I was 30 years old. And I was really quite shocked at how unfit I had become. Um, If I didn't do anything about it now, it would only get worse as I got older. So I was also quite angry at myself for letting myself give up so easily on the 5k and not have the willpower to continue. So two days later, I downloaded the Couch to 5k app and my love for running was born. (laughs) 
So for those of you who haven't heard of Couch to 5K, this is an app you can download to your phone. And I use the BBC version. There are many, many versions out there. But basically it's an eight week training plan that gets you starting off walking for, I don't know, a minute, 90 seconds. And then you run for 30 seconds and then walk for 90 seconds and so on. And that's how it starts off. And over the runs, you're slowly sort of building it up. Um, and you sort of run about three times a week just to kind of build you up to it. You do the whole walking, running, and slowly but surely, the walking becomes less and the running becomes more. So that's how I got into running again. And I found it really beneficial there is someone talking to you on the app, telling you that you're doing really well, telling you when to stop and start, and it's just a nice gentle way to introduce you into running. So that got me kind of hooked, and then I read a book called Running Like a Girl, and that got me absolutely hooked. So if you've not heard of Running Like a Girl, it's a book written by Alexandra Hemingsley. I will link again to her book in the show notes and it's all about running a marathon and the writer's experience of falling in love with running and I really related to the book and was reading it when I was doing the Couch to 5k and teamed with watching the London Marathon in 2019 that led me to get a little bit overexcited and I applied to do a marathon myself. I couldn't even run a 5k at this point but I felt so inspired and thought I'd set myself the challenge. And I found running to be a really good boost for my mood and helped me with bad mental health days that we all have. And I wanted to aim high. So yeah, I <laughs> may have signed up to a marathon before I could run three miles. <laughs> and considering a marathon is 26.2 miles, uh, I may have bitten off more than I can chew, but you know, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's another story, though, running a marathon. I'll get to that a little bit later. But, yeah, anyway, I read Running Like a Girl. She started off doing the same, walking and running, and eventually she ran a marathon. So if you're looking for a book to inspire you to run, I would highly recommend it. I just fell in love with it, and it made me so excited to go for my runs, really motivated me, and it was just a really great read in general. So, yeah. So there are a lot of benefits to running, which I didn't quite appreciate until I started. And now that I know about them and I experience them from doing my runs, I am basically just addicted. So uh, here's just some of them. It can prevent certain diseases such as stroke, diabetes and heart disease, which nobody wants. So that's one, just one of the great reasons to start. It can stop you from getting diseases. Also weight loss through burning calories, which can help lower blood pressure, blood sugar and cholesterol. So it's going to make you healthier, which is an obvious one. It also stimulates the brain, dopamine, endorphins, etc., which make you relax and happy. And that's the one I really found helped me. And it also improves sleep. So there's just a handful of them. 
I can really resonate with the fact that it gives you endorphins. I always feel amazing after going for a run. Even if you like don't want to run, but you make yourself, you will never, ever, ever regret a run. It is such an amazing feeling afterwards when you've done it and you just feel so pleased with yourself and so happy and on such a high. It's like a runner's high, so I would really recommend it. And also if you're having trouble with like sleeping, it's brilliant for that. When I've been running, I sleep like a log. I sleep through the night. Um, whereas before, I wouldn't always sleep through the night. I'd be, you know, sat up worrying about things. And yeah, now I just sleep so much better. Um, and it does make you more relaxed. So it's really helped me as well, personally, with anxiety. I went through a stage last year where I felt very anxious all of the time and running really helped to kind of calm my nerves and just make me feel good um, both inside and out so if you're suffering with anxiety or depression as hard as it can be to go out and exercise when you feel like that I would really recommend it even if you just try just for you know five ten minutes it's better than sitting at home and feeling terrible it really does help and even like the fresh air just helps you to feel less anxious I can't really describe it but yeah when I feel anxious I find going for a run really just helps you to feel a lot better and a lot calmer and fresh air does wonders for you as well as obviously the running so yeah those are some of the running benefits that I've found and then on to doing a marathon. <laughs> I must admit, um, a lot of people around me had doubts at the time, thinking, like I say, that I'd bitten off more I could than I could chew and telling me it was a nice dream to have. Or they'd say, do you realise a marathon is a big commitment and it's going to be hard? And it's like, yes, I realise that. I mean, maybe at the beginning I didn't realise what I'd taken on, but... I'd be damned if I was going to let anybody tell me that I couldn't do it and um, that's kind of what people were trying to tell me in like a roundabout way so yeah I did I, I applied for Manchester Marathon just because I knew I would definitely get a place I did also apply for London but didn't get a spot so at least I knew with Manchester I could definitely go and do it so I then decided to run for a charity and a lot of people raise money for cancer charities which is fantastic however I wanted to give back to a cause that has affected me personally and to say a thank you really um, without getting sort of too much into it because this episode is about running. Like many people I've had my own personal battles with mental health over the years um, but if there's one thing I have learned and even more so through running, is that sitting around and feeling sorry for yourself and doing not doing anything to actively help yourself will make it so much, so much worse. Um, so a little part of me with this marathon was me sticking my finger up to the negative feelings and allowing them to ever have gotten the better of me. It was a bit of a fuck you to mental health, basically. So with that in mind, I decided... The charity I wanted to raise money for was Mind. Um, if you've not heard of Mind, they're a mental health 
charity in the UK. Their website is absolutely fantastic for reference and advice on mental health, which I've looked at in the past, but that's just the tip of the iceberg with what they do to help people with their mental health. And for me, this charity just felt like it was the right fit and it would really sort of help to motivate me and to succeed at the marathon. So yeah, let's have a little sip of Prosecco. (laughs) So training wise, I started training for the marathon just before Christmas and loosely used a training plan put together by the firefighters charity and because I work shift work I sort of planned my running days around my shifts rather than being regimental with my training days being set days of the week because I'll be honest I'm not going to run a night after a night shift I do 15 hour night shifts and I am not going to run a long distance <laughs> Once I finish one of those, it's just not going to happen. So um, I generally ran three times a week rather than four, as I found this to be more achievable. Um, And then I did a little bit of cross training in the form of walking the dog, just like a little three mile walk on my rest days instead of um, running, basically. So a lot of people have asked me how I managed to get the miles done in training. And honestly, I think... It's all about mentally preparing yourself. So your body is amazing. Like, I don't think we give our bodies enough credit. And your body will do the miles. I can guarantee you that. And it doesn't matter whether you're running 10 miles, 20 miles, 3 miles, a mile. You have mentally got to prepare yourself. And when you believe you can do it and you can and you trust the process, you will just do it. So that is my one major tip when it comes to running, whether you're just starting out running or whether you're wanting to take on sort of further distances. If you believe you can do it, you will. Your body will do it. You might have to build up to a really big goal, but you will do it. So yeah, that's one I did. And I never really worried about how long it would take me to complete a distance, so I never kind of felt that pressure and just enjoyed the runs as best I could. Don't get me wrong, some runs I didn't want to do and I would struggle, but as many runners say, you never regret a run. And I've said that already, but it is really true. So definitely believe that. Um, And building up to longer mileage and hitting those mini milestones made me confident that I could do a marathon. And for me, it was all about making the time to do the training. I'm no athlete. (laughs) Um, So admittedly, I was still having a few drinks on the weekends and having the odd takeaway, but I never let that interfere with my training. So I would as well, as well as sort of like planning my runs around my shifts I'd think right what have I got coming up socially okay if we're going and go (laughs) this is bad I wouldn't really recommend this but if you're if I'm going drinking on a Saturday I better do a run that day because Sunday I am not going to want to train if I'm hungover basically that's kind of how I did it um 
But yes, <laughs> I trained for 17 weeks in total, which sounds like a long time, but honestly, those weeks soon slipped by and I was ready for the main event, <laughs> which was race day. So, as we're all very much aware of COVID-19 this year, with that going on, my marathon day changed dramatically. I was originally going to be running Manchester Marathon, but with social distancing and all the rest of it, it just wasn't meant to be. Um, unfortunately, I can't make the rescheduled date in October, and having done my longest training run the day that they broke the news that they were postponing the event, I decided I'd run my own. <laughs> so I'd run 20 miles that day and I felt ready to run the full distance in two weeks time. And when I say run it in two weeks time, for those of you that don't know, you taper before a marathon. So for the two weeks leading up to it, you still run, um, but you do smaller distances just to kind of make sure that your legs are really refreshed and the best they can be to run the full distance on the day. So I ran the full distance of, uh, I ran the 20 miles, which is your longest training run two weeks before. So yeah, I was literally ready to do a marathon in two weeks. So I decided to run my own marathon where I live and keep to my word of running a marathon to raise money for mind. Um, so in order to do that, my wonderful husband, Chris, put together a running route for me, which was bang on 26.2 miles door to door around the area we live. And bless him, he spent a good three or four evenings looking at routes that would make it bang on 26.2 miles, which is the official distance of a marathon. So um, there were a couple where it'd be like, oh, you'll be like a mile out from home and you know you're not going to want to walk or run an extra mile on marathon day let's be honest so he spent a long time but eventually got it down to a t and it was literally 26.2 miles door to door so thank you christopher <laughs> and obviously with covid going on i ensured that and chris ensured it encompassed self-isolating on back roads in the countryside to ensure i wouldn't come into contact with anyone on my route and he also came with me as my support crew to fuel me so unlike an official event there aren't any fueling stations to grab a drink or have a snack in the Lincolnshire countryside so Chris rode beside me passing me a drink or a snack whenever I needed it and for fuel I had a selection of jelly babies <laughs> flapjack jaffa cakes water and lucasade sport they were all very sugary and carby, which is perfect for a marathon, even if you do get sick of the taste halfway through. And, oh my God, I was so sick <laughs> of jelly babies, particularly. Like, I don't think I'll ever eat another jelly baby again after that. Um, I wish cheese would work the same, if I'm honest. I just was so sick of sugary stuff, but never mind, it got me through. So, yeah, I would sort of eat every 20 minutes or so just to keep me fueled and then when it came to the actual run I wasn't as nervous as I'd anticipated I actually slept like a log the night before whereas 
Had I been in Manchester, I suspect I'd have been full of nerves the night before and barely slept. You know, being in like a hotel, like really nervous, my friends and family coming from all over to come and watch me and going for dinner with them the night before, that was the plan. I would have been so nervous, so yeah. But I started running, I loved the route Chris had chosen. It was a lovely place to run and nice to do a different route because I'd been doing the same routes for months and months and it was nice to see things in my area that I would never normally notice in the car. So that's another thing about running is you can really appreciate your surroundings and even on routes that you do all of the time, I can always pick up on something new or um, particularly in the countryside there might be some wildlife out that wasn't last time you went running and running through the different seasons makes runs interesting and new and exciting so yeah that's one thing I really appreciate when I go for a run but I digress so um yeah from daffodils to sheep there were quaint houses and lovely landscapes and it was just a pleasure to run through the countryside um so yeah, when it comes to sort of how I felt, my spirits were really high and I was feeling fine up until Chris started playing me some voice clips from my family and friends who were cheering me on and encouraging me, bless them. And um, he was basically getting them to send like voice clips through WhatsApp to me because they couldn't obviously be there to watch me and knew I would want something to sort of cheer me on basically, so... With that though, it made me so emotional and I don't think my friends and family will ever fully understand or appreciate how much their support meant to me on the day and just hearing someone say, come on Kat, you can do it, like really gave me a boost to continue as well as cry because everyone was being so bloody lovely. So yeah, it really was special and... Chris would send videos back to them of me saying thank you and plodding on with the miles and the messages I received got more and more inventive, friends were playing guitar and sang, they filmed themselves and all sorts so it was bloody amazing and spurred me on no end and I'll just play a couple of little bits from that now because I think you'd appreciate it. <laughs> Come on Kat, you can't have long to go now, we're all cheering you, we're all behind you, keep going, keep Woo! faith. You can do it. It can't be long now. Keep your chin up. You can do it. Come on, Kat. Come on. Keep going. You're fantastic. Woo! Come on. Woo, woo, woo. Catherine, you can do this. You can really, really do this. Your mother believes in you. Keep going. Please keep going. You'll be so proud of yourself. I love you. So, running-wise, I didn't stop at all like at no point did I walk or take a break I did change my top part I threw because I started off in a long top and then got hot and bothered and put a short sleeve top on but I even took that off <laughs> while still running um yeah I just went and went and went um and in all of my running really I've learned just to never stop that's one thing I would say is once you're base of 5k is is what you can run 
like I find it so much harder once you've stopped to start again so if you can just keep running and just pick out things in front of you and think right I'll just get to that thing oh okay I'm there now that actually wasn't so bad I'll just get to that lamppost or oh that bush over there I'll just and just keep going like that and pick things off that really really helps so just a little tip there that I found really helps me so yeah with the running I just ran the whole time and didn't stop but the struggle came when I got to the 18 mile mark so I'm not saying it was a breeze like oh I just ran and ran and ran it was it was hard okay but um I was doing really well up until the 18 mile mark and I knew I was able to go further having run 20 miles in training but for some reason my head just started to struggle and I started to think what if I can't do this and what if I let everyone down and I felt really tired and after every step my head was literally like shouting at me to stop but if there's one thing I've learned through running it is never stop you will regret it and you'll kick yourself for it the pain is temporary whereas disappointment will haunt you so like I say just just don't give up it feels horrible at the time when you you know you're in the middle of a run and you just want to stop but as soon as you stop you get so annoyed with yourself and if you just carried on for another 10 minutes say you would have been home and it it would have been done like just keep pushing yourself because it's in your head rather than your body so yeah I was in a bad place at mile 18 <laughs> and then miles 20 to 24 I had a little bit of a paddy and looking back I do feel sorry for Chris because I was whinging at him about how I wanted to go home I was literally like I want to go home I've had enough and he's like well we're going home and then I'd say I want it to be over now and and he just kind of kept his cool I don't know how but he just kept encouraging me and telling me how well I was doing which helped me so much even if I if if it didn't appear to at the time because I just I had a very pained look on my face (laughs) so um I can't explain really what went through my head during those miles but my head went to a dark place and I think that's where I kind of in brackets hit the wall um I can honestly say though that that was nothing compared to where bad mental health can take you and I focused on that during those tough miles I've been through a lot worse and I've experienced worse and the whole point of this marathon was to give back to mind and prove that you can get through the dark times so when you're having a tough run especially like long distance running you know you just have to think oh I can I can so do this I've done a lot worse and just it makes you mentally stronger I've really found that from running like just pushing yourself and telling yourself you can do it makes it like so much more rewarding when you finish but also you kind of have more faith in yourself and you realize and appreciate more what you can do so that was miles 20 to 24 
So, miles 24 to 26.2. <laughs> I had 2.2 miles to go. And I just went really, really quiet. Chris was still chatting away to me on his bike. But I was grunting back at him in response. All I could focus on was getting the final miles done. My left hip was giving me sharp shooting pains. My lower back was sore. My boobs were stinging from chafing. By the way, ladies, get a decent sports bra. That's one massive um, (laughs) tip I would give you. So yeah, my boobs were chafing and I could feel a blister forming on my left big toe. Now, my mind was determined, but my body was screaming to stop. But would I give up now? Fuck no. (laughs) I knew I was on my route home. I was so close to home. And if I stopped running now, I still have to walk it to get home. So I'd really slowed down at this point due to everything hurting and feeling, quite frankly, exhausted. But I just had to finish and I knew I was nearly there. So you, again... You can really get into your head when you're running. And for me, I was really in the zone of I have to finish. I've got to do this. I'd gone past the phase of feeling sorry for myself and struggling. I knew I was so close to home. I've run over two miles so many times. It's it's so it's not far. And even though it was taking me so much longer than it would normally because I was absolutely shattered, I was so determined Last mile then, Pickle. Yeah. Any words for your supporters today? Thank you so much. I don't think you realise. Come on, let it out. You're your last mile now. Enjoy this mile. It's yours. You've done this. I don't this. think you realise how much you've helped me do this. Thank you. Are we going to hold our head up high? Are we going to walk in proud, like a proud Pickle to this? Yeah? Ignore the dogs. And then for the final half a mile, I ran on my own and Chris went ahead to meet me at the finish, i.e. at home. So at that point, I kind of looked out over the fields and the sun was making its way down in the sky. And I thought, how lucky am I to have my health and the support network of my family and friends, especially during what has been such an uncertain time recently. And then I turned the corner of my road and I could see Chris smiling and cheering at me and then before I knew it it was over and as you'll hear now from the recording Chris took of me the realisation of what I'd just done just suddenly hit me and I was like oh my god I've run a marathon well here she comes the uh, the running pickle she's done great bit of a wobble at half marathon point but yeah she smashed it hopefully she's smiling when she comes in now i've ridden ahead just to get put the bike away and get her coming in here she comes is she gonna smile she's smiling (laughs) she's gonna (laughs) you done the you done it what's it saying Oh, I've seen them more, just to show off. You're done. <laughs> Anything to say to everyone quickly before I hug you and you burst into tears? Thank you. <laughs> oh, I just ran a marathon. You just ran a marathon, Pickle. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, well done, Pickle. <laughs> you done it. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get you back upstairs. You can't walk now. You can't walk now. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my marathon. Um, my marathon may not have been what I'd pictured in my head for months and months on my training runs, but it was my marathon nonetheless, and I set out to do what I said I would. In a way, it was more personal to me than a big official event, and the area I got to run has meaning to me because it's where I live, and my family and friends may have not been there in person, but they were certainly with me in, in spirit, so that was ace. And yeah, it's been a few weeks now since I ran a marathon, and would I do it again? I don't know, never say never, but honestly I don't know. Um, and I'd aim to raise £200 for mine, but instead I actually raised over £500, which is just insane, and I'm honestly so chuffed to everybody um, that donated, and for all the well wishes, and everyone for being behind me in it, so thank you so much. I know I've said it already, but I really do appreciate it. So, yeah, that's that's my marathon. Um, <laughs> I feel like this episode has turned more into talking about my marathon than um, actual running. But, yeah, I would say running has taught me so much and I would really, really recommend it. Especially if you have been struggling with sort of mental health and things like that. But um, according to the independent running is one of the most practiced and popular sports worldwide worldwide with a reported 2 million people running in the UK and an estimated 10 million in the US now i've seen a lot of people have taken up running since covid-19 came into into place here everywhere um and it is great to see everybody getting out and running and i'm hoping that once this is all over and once people have been out of lockdown etc they've kept up the running because it's such a great thing to do um i don't think i can really put into words how i feel about running i just love it so much um and yeah i just hope that this episode has kind of inspired people i was one of those people that really I was shy about exercise, I was embarrassed to exercise, but now when I go out running I feel strong, I'm like so impressed with my body and what it can do, and yeah, it's just a great feeling. I'm waffling now, <laughs> but um, yeah, a few people on Instagram have said to me about how me running my marathon has inspired them and they've started Couch to 5k and I'm so touched by that, it really means a lot. So if any of you guys are one of those people, I hope this has inspired you and to everybody else I also hope this has inspired you. Um, and just to kind of prove to yourself you can do it, you can run, everybody has the right to exercise and don't worry about what people think, no one actually cares, that's something I've learned, no one cares about what you look like or what you're doing when you're running no one's judging you and nowadays I smile and I say hello to everybody as I run past them and yeah just enjoy it 
and I'd love to know how you're getting on with your running. You could either tweet me on the Prosecco Sessions Twitter or send me an email, drop me a line anywhere on all the socials. I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week for episode 10, which is the final one of series five or season five even. (laughs) I can't believe it. We're at the end of season five nearly. That is incredible. You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, your host, Kat Raymond. If you love it, sub it. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode.